Welcome to the Elevate Experience podcast. I'm your host, Tommy, and today I'm with a very special guest. His name is Jordan Walls, and he also works for Elevate. Yep. I'm going to let him give a little intro uh, about himself and um, what he does for the company. And Jordan, why don't you take it from there? Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. A little nervous. But, uh, you know, we'll see how, how it all goes. Um, but, yeah, like I said, said, my name's Jordan Walls. I'm currently the finance director for Elevate. Um, I've been with the company for a little over eight years now um, and, uh, you know, kind of worked my way through different positions from, from counseling uh, in group settings and individual settings uh, to working my way over into the accounting office and now as the director of finance. Um, so kind of been all over the place, seen yeah. all sorts of things, worked with all sorts of people. Uh, yeah. So been a journey. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you were on a previous episode where you kind of talked about your, your past. And right. so we won't necessarily dive in to too much of that today. Maybe it'll come up, of course, naturally. Sure. Yeah. But Everybody's uh, story kind of works its way in somehow, right? Yeah, it has to. <laughs> Yeah, it wants to be it wants to be told. Yeah, you know for sure. Well, it's part of us, right? It's, it's yeah. It it kind of creates who we are, uh, how we view the world, um, you know, based on those experiences that we've had and what we've kind of worked through, and so it just kind of comes out naturally. Yeah, yeah. I I really feel like it's something that like deep down we all kind of want to tell it. You know, right. we want to share like. Like if given the opportunity, sure. You yeah, know, yeah, it's like one of those things that yeah, I'm not going to go to the grocery store and be yeah. like, hey, <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, hear? no, yeah. But when you, you know, when the time's right, right. It's like, I, well, especially in like uh, you know situations where you're around like-minded people or yeah. people that have similar stories or uh, things like that, it's really cool to kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to say compare, but you know, build that rapport and mm-hmm. those relationships on those strong bonds of you know, coming through something so difficult. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Well, we talked briefly before, you know, right. we got this together to get you on the, the show. And yeah, this is, this is actually my first show, uh, just with a guest solo. So oh, man, well, so I appreciate you doing this with me, yeah. a longtime friend, coworker. We've been yeah. through a lot together. Yeah, it's, man. So, a lot of years. Yeah, so I figured yeah. might as well start with somebody that you were you were one I'm of my when I first came through uh, the program, one of my counselors initially, and somebody that yeah. I looked up to. So it's yeah. it's cool that it's like you know uh, eight some years later, it's kind of come full circle. And yeah, colleagues, really good friends. Uh, yeah. So yeah, what a journey. What a journey, man. Yeah, yeah we've had the last time uh, in, when we were in town together, we had a good dinner. Oh, yeah. And we, we talked pretty deep about some stuff. Absolutely. You know? We always do, yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that, um, you know, being in recovery and being sober, like, really allows people like us to tap into, you know? Right. I mean, not to say that, you know, obviously people get high and they, like, they get into some deep conversations, but... Right, right. I don't know. This is on the other side of that. It's like like, the exact opposite of that. Exactly. And looking, not even really looking back at that time in our life, but looking at this time in our life and and where we're at, the mindsets we have, the Mm -hmm. the different 
uh, I mean, our lives have changed drastically, and like now yeah. we talk about you know other thi- adults, you know, living. You got kids. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Just, you're married. The, the conversations are way different these days than they were. You know, I know. Back in the day, for sure. Dude, well put, and it's so true. It's actually, <laughs> yeah. There's so much truth in that. The kind of yeah. just like BS we would talk about. Absolutely. And in contrast to us having dinner, both married, right? You know, yep. You you're having kids soon, <laughs> yeah, sometime well. soon. I got I got a little boy, yeah. but anyways, um, yeah. We were talking uh, last night about, you know, something that you seemed interested in interested in sharing was, uh, yeah. What really clicked for you, like, right, from your program, and you know. F- from you know this uh, kind of an alternative approach to uh, getting clean and sober, like what? Right. Yeah. What do you think really? Yeah, clicked for you, w- got you to wake up, and that's a that's a good kind of way to put it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and and like I said uh, before, I uh, my story is is on another podcast, so I won't necessarily go into the whole uh, the whole gambit now, but. Um, you know, if anyone does want to hear the story, there's another podcast with with me that kind of goes over the whole. Yeah, it's called something thing. from rehab to finance yeah, or something like right. that. Something along those lines. And I'm sure they called you the buddy counselor <laughs> a couple times, <laughs> a few a times, times in that. Yeah. <laughs> that was my uh, nickname back when I was when I was counseling because I was sometimes too nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Too nice. Um, it but it's uh, a good nickname. You're you just have like a very buddy vibe to you, you know. It, like you know I mean, what? I no got offense, the job right? Done. You know, we helped a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. um, helped a lot, a lot of people. Uh, yeah, built good relationships. So it, it worked out for me. That was my that was my uh, my niche in counseling was you know, mm-hmm. hey, let's just talk about it like friends. Yeah. You know? uh, but uh, but anyways, so but part of that story was multiple different rehab attempts and different programs and mm-hmm. um you know it always led to a relapse afterwards but yeah. so what kind of clicked for me i think was mainly just the the change in modality from the kind of powerless um philosophy and idea mm-hmm. of that this substance or these substances and this life kind of has control over me mm-hmm. to more of the idea thought and belief that i'm i'm really in control you know yeah. uh, i'm i'm pa- the powerful not powerless uh, i really jived with that from the get-go that was like that was the um piece that kind of clicked in my head that awakening as you kind of said yeah that uh, spoke to you it gave me the power uh, to make better choices and it gave mm. me the responsibility for bad choices you know mm. you, you can't really if it's your choice and you know it and you make the wrong one mm-hmm. that's on you right yeah but if it's I'm powerless mm-hmm. that that philosophy it always kind of gave me an excuse yeah but you see everybody says I'm powerless to yeah and, and, totally um, gives it's a you have a <laughs> Yeah, an, an immediate way out, right. you know, and right. I really like what you said there. I just want to highlight that. And I know you have more you want to say about this, but uh, 
it it show it gave you responsibility to see right. that you had control. It gave you responsibility, right? Which felt good, right? Absolutely. Like it, having that ownership over your decisions and like right. impulsive behavior and right. things like that. It it gave me a choice, yeah. Basically, right? If yeah. somebody says, "Hey, you have to." Uh, take out the trash mm -hmm. it's like okay well you know I'll take out the trash but not because you told me to <laughs> you know yeah but if no one says it and you see the trash is full and you take it out that's your own choice you feel good about that yeah you know you're like okay I'm like helping out I'm contributing on my own you know nobody had to tell me and it kind of gives you that same uh, feeling when you choose to do the right things and be mm -hmm. responsible mature and and uh, it just kind of feels good knowing that everything up to this point, the past eight and a half, nine, actually nine years now, um, I've done. Yeah. I did that, you know? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I've made all the choices that got me where I'm at and, and you know, very happy where I'm at. Do you think you were in kind of a, a victim mindset prior to that 100%. then? 100%. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. How would, so that, that can look different for a lot of people I think like right. the victim mindset like what they're a victim of and, right. and things like that are what kind of was going through your head yeah. if you were in that victim mindset for me I've always I was always like I was always pretty good at kind of getting away with things mm -hmm. you know um, mitigating trouble I was in mm -hmm. or, or, or this and that and I realized, you know, there's always like a key. It was like, okay, I take responsibility for a little piece of something mm -hmm. and find a way to kind of justify or or blame other things on the rest, like for the rest. And that was believable. Yeah. You know, and I and I always took responsibility for like, yeah, when mm -hmm. I was in high school, I, I, you know, I went out with my friends too much and we partied and we... Mm -hmm. You know, we dabbled in, in different uh, substances and like, yeah, you know, that I shouldn't have made that decision. But before I knew it, I was addicted and I had no mm -hmm. choice and it ran my life. You know, it's like I'll take responsibility for like the very beginning over here. But then the drug yeah. grabbed me. And, uh, you know, that there's a lot of there's a lot of that narrative out there in the addiction world mm -hmm. of, you know, the powerless feeling and, and how difficult it is. And, and it's just, you just got to white knuckle it or fake it till you make, you know, all these, these things yeah. that kind of help feed that, that victim mentality. Like, well, all these people are struggling and all these people are, are relapsing or having a difficult time. Mm. It took so many attempts. Yeah. So, how am I going to, it was that kind of, uh, play on, uh, the victim mentality that really kind of more or less just gave me an excuse to kind of fail mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. That's well put man. And, um, yeah, I was thinking about, um, you know, we were having dinner last night mm -hmm. and you were kind of touching on that and like, right. yeah, that's a big message. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll say what <laughs> specifically uh, just that like this I'm struggling every day you right. know yeah like that mentality of like oh it's just I'm, I'm barely making it right struggling every day right. um, 
you know, uh, all these people relapsing around you, you know, like I'm just I'm looking at like thinking about some of the meetings, like early meetings that I've right. been to where like, yeah. you know, when somebody relapsed, they would come back and talk about it, you know, but that that's good for them. But it, it wasn't really good for me right. at the where I was to hear that because it, it I'm, I guess it could instill like some fear, like, whoa, like you need to work a good program or else right. you're going to you know be like like this right um you know but for me at the time it, it gave me an excuse i think you know like yeah. hearing stories like relapse stories like someone right. standing up like oh i'm i'm three days clean now you know right. and i like was doing everything right and all you know and blah 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 but this happened right. and you know, and, and I just couldn't deal with it. And so I drank and everyone's, you know, very accepting of that and right. as they should be, you know, right. but, um, sure. uh, I'm just thinking about like early justifications of, of that I had from, uh, recovery experiences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget this one story. I'll, d- I'll just share yeah. this really quick. Um, I, I was at a recovery place, um, in Scotts Valley and I remember hearing uh, when I was younger, uh, this is my first, uh, I wouldn't even say it was an attempt at recovery. It was like right. I was forced to go to this place. <laughs> right, right. You know, we've like, all had the yeah, you're, always, always yeah, tough to get somebody was, to go you're, to. You have to go here. And right. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and I remember hearing like, yeah, uh, once you get a case of the, the fuckets, the efforts, mm-hmm. you know, it's all over. Once you get a case of them, right. you know, and I, I was like, geez, that sounds like it happens kind of often. I think that might actually happen to me. I better look out for that. You know, right. like, like there's a little bit Don't of me that wanted that, to get yeah. clean, you know, but right. like, I was yeah. like, gosh, but that sounds like I, I could see myself falling into that pattern. And anyways, uh, you know, so I, I had good intentions. I kind of came around during the program and, uh, you know, wanted to stay clean. I, I made it, um, well, I, I wouldn't say clean, clean, because I was using marijuana, but I wanted to stay away right. from the pills I was taking, okay? Right, sure. And then something happened, and then I got a case of the fuckets, and I and I remembered that guy <laughs> saying it in the meeting. Yeah, where, I heard it, yeah. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, I guess it's over then, yep. you know, because I have... All downhill from yeah, here. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Yep. Anyways, just in the as far as the, the victim mindset, I... It was just a story that kind of was connected to what you were saying, but yeah, absolutely. Well, and in that, it all goes back to that, the kind of narrative or the, the idea that we get kind of instilled in, and yeah, um, that for me, a, another you know, a, a story, and I think I might have shared this at dinner last night, but you know, I I would try to go uh, after some of these rehabs, or especially at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't something I necessarily wanted to do. <laughs> But it was something that I was told that I, if if I want to get clean, this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to do this, right? So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, you know, see how it goes. And you need to go, and I was like, okay. And an experience I had was, and and this was this is a good experience for this person, but mm-hmm. for me, it just it just kind of rubbed me in the uh, the wrong way, um, put me almost into an apathy of of like just kind of feeling bummed but so I was at a meeting mm-hmm. and uh, they were doing like the chip ceremony section yeah. and things like that and somebody was getting their 20 year chip which okay. is a huge it's just you know in, in recovery myself like dude epic 
that's like a great accomplishment right? yeah. for that person. And like, that's a long time. Um, and a lot of choices that go into getting that person where they're at, right? Like mm-hmm. I said, um, huge accomplishment. But me, I was there like maybe less than a week clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this and instead of, I was, you know, I was happy for the person, but in my head I was like, it's been 20 years and he's in the same room that like I'm in and like yeah. he's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. It's like, I didn't even want to come here today. I want to do this for 20, 30, 40 years. You have to do this forever. It's like, holy cow. Um, and that really hit me. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it's not really good, a good time, you yeah. know? Well, the, the, and it, the meetings uh, often are, it's not like something you it's not like you have like every once in a while you go to a good one and you're like right. you're like okay that was I feel right. great and yeah. but there's a good chunk that are like ugh I don't know yeah. <laughs> well exactly and and just always being surrounded with people that talk about their struggles and always struggle you know yeah um, and it it yeah, the atmosphere for me just wasn't exactly what yeah. I needed or what I thought I needed at the time. Because at the time, I didn't know what I needed, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I've, I've uh, found what works for me and yeah. what, like, what has helped and, and kind of, you know, what I talked about before, having that, being empowered and feeling in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but back then, I didn't know what I needed. But I was like, if this is the only way. And, yeah. and it was you know I didn't really know of anything else yeah and looking back like for me and thinking about exactly what you're talking about and and having have thought and experienced those exact same feelings like I just like was not in reality either though you know like 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 that was like um I was literally like my idea of life was so much different you know like if if you told me now like you know, at my age and what I've been through, like, y- you need to go to a meeting every day. And and yeah. I went, I might be like, okay, I, I can do this every day. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. but at my, the age that right. I was being told that I needed to do that and where exactly. I was yeah. at in life with my exactly. life experiences, it was like, like this is, deal. yeah, this, I can't do this. This isn't happening. Right. And uh, it's just kind of funny to, uh, like, that's kind of my perspective on yeah. where I was when I was thinking those things, exact Absolutely. same things, you know? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, like, I, I like what you said at that stage of life. Right? Yeah. Like, where I was at, and, you know, I was that was early early 20s, late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just wanted to kind of have my friends and hang out and, and you know, have yeah. fun and, and whatever. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily trying to, yeah go to go to those meetings for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. starting from i'd be that guy in the meeting getting you know if i got clean right then i'd be getting like a 50-year chip in those meetings yeah can you i mean that's a long time to do you know uh and and everybody's different right Mm -hmm. uh and and different things work for different people and there's a lot of people very successful in different uh different modalities and things but um what what is really enlightened me is the the fact that there are options 
right there there's different ways of doing it it's not mm-hmm. it's not one size fits all and yeah. and this this exact blueprint you know has to be followed there's mm-hmm. there's options right and that's mm-hmm. and that's what when i experienced that other option when i came uh, through elevate it was that's kind of what shook me probably the most was oh, there there is a diff- there are different ways to do this right and I like this like this makes sense I'm, I'm a very you know I'm a finance guy and I'm yeah a very analytical thinker and I you know I like to kind of be in control and, and uh, this kind of hit the check those boxes for me the modality yeah. of my choice and and having the the power mm-hmm. um, and and not really being able to use that victim mentality or all those excuses because well if it's if it's on me it doesn't matter why it's still on me yeah kind of thing you know and that hit me yeah you know since i've i've known you for a long time i've heard you talk about responsibility right and how that was also a a big thing for you and and i kind of i touched on it in the beginning when you were giving your kind of example of control and like i think that's a really big point is the responsibility aspect and I'm going down, I'm going down this memory lane with you right yeah, now. Okay. As far as like okay. looking at like yeah, like treatment, what was different, like what stood out to me right. too. You know, we had basically the same experience, right? Yeah. Um, now, the I, I think for me, you know, like trying to go to those meetings, trying to, um, you know, trying to figure this out with uh, you know the other main way. I think I had just no idea of responsibility like right. what that really really meant it was Full always responsibility yeah yeah it was always the this word that was used like and i and i immediately like attached it to like you got to pay your bills and right. like you know you got to do these things <laughs> Adulting, you know? but like yeah. what about like just personal responsibility yeah. like for some reason there was just i just i didn't care about it or i don't know what it was right you know it's interesting to reflect on Mm-hmm. But I've heard you talk about responsibility, and yeah, um, t- yeah. Tell me a little bit about like what clicked for you on that subject. Totally. Yeah. And and you you kind of nailed it. Was I, I just had complete misunderstanding of what responsibility meant because I I kind of thought the same things. You know, adults are responsible for taking care of this this and this, right? Yeah. But that's those are kind of external responsibilities. But uh, and you also mentioned it of responsible for myself. And, and that encompasses a lot more than I initially thought. Mm-hmm. And, and that responsibility like has consequences to it. And it's, and it's not just being responsible for like an outcome, mm-hmm. but being responsible for the beginning, middle and end of every action, uh, decision, outcome, right? I- intended or not, mm-hmm. um, they're, there's those responsibilities and it's very very deep and it's not just I gotta pay my bills on time and I gotta mm-hmm. give water to the dog and I it, but it's you know buying a dog yeah. and thinking about okay am I in a place where I could give this dog the life that it would deserve 
right? Mm -hmm. And really evaluating where I'm at in life, my schedule, my abilities, my knowledge of, you know, all these mm -hmm. different things to kind of come to that ultimate decision and then living with the consequence of whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's much deeper than just, you know, that initial thought, like you said, of yeah. uh, responding, like adulting. It's, it's very deep embedded in, in everything that we do really mm -hmm. in the environment that we that we operate in and, and um, it's it really is just choice choice and there's a lot of power that comes from oh yeah like feeling responsible like there, right. you know what I mean that you yeah. I think um, as you know someone who was addicted for a really really long time yeah like I mean, the guilt <laughs> that is just kind of like hovering in you, you like never get this feeling that you're doing anything right, <laughs> yeah. you know, I which know, is a huge yeah. problem. Like you're always guilty and yeah. shameful and embarrassed, uh, and, embarrassed yeah. and hiding something yeah. from somebody, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden you, you know, you get clean finally and like that feels amazing. Like you feel like, yes, yeah. all right. Like, and you see hope, you see like a, a program that right. is working for you and you're like, great. And then you learn a little bit about, um, you know, responsibility and you're like, okay, cool. And it gives you this like momentum to keep doing the right thing because right. there's the education, that component that came along with like, okay, like it's, it's always, it's known to, you know, to do the right thing, but right. like, here are some great reasons why, you know, right. like you like we, our bodies like reward, um, itself for doing the right thing, right. you know, like chemically, right. It feels very good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It, you know, there's like a reward system. And like when you do something bad and you're hiding it, like Ugh. you uh, feel dirty. Yeah, you feel dirty. And there's there's that. chemicals like, being released there, you yeah. know. Anyways. Uh, no, absolutely. And I think that that's a really good point because that that is is so true. It's kind of, it, you know, not to talk about taking the trash out all the time, but <laughs> but it goes back to that same type of example, you know. Yeah. If somebody tells me I got to take the trash out and I take it out. Yeah. I don't feel as good about it like, right. at, at like I'm contributing and helping in this. And but if I see the trash is full and I just take it out on my own, mm -hmm. you do get that, that sense of your choice. Yeah. Like I, I made a good decision to, mm -hmm. to kind of contribute and to help out, you know, around the house or in the office or wherever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not going to go around bragging that, Hey, I took the trash out, you yeah. know, but just for me personally, mm -hmm. it, it, like you said, it gives you those like endorphins or releases that yeah. those chemicals that just kind of make you feel. What an what an interesting better. thing to think about, like what you're saying <laughs> as like a father. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> like right, yeah, I'm raising my boy. I I want him to yeah. you know learn responsibility. Like, do I just like say like, yeah, look around the house? Is there anything that right. you can help out with? And well, like let him make the choice it. within that realm. You know. <laughs> Versus like, I need you to do this, this, and this, right? right? That's, that's different, right? right? That has a different effect on us. Like, it, like well, it, it does for you, it sounds like, for sure. sure, you know? Well, and that's and that's an example. I think kids might need a little more guidance, like guiding. <laughs> a little, they need a little could, start. You could like, phrase it like, hey, you know, you want to help me clean, clean the house today? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, awesome. Will you start over there and I'll start over here and just kind of see what they do, you know? Maybe it's yeah. like wiping the window or or picking up their toy, you know, so just see, but then they can feel like, you know, I'm, I'm helping dad clean the house yeah. and that feels good. 
but I, I'm no expert on kids, Tom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I don't think anyone is. You know? So I wouldn't take my advice. <laughs> just yet, but, well, um, but I know for me, it always does. When I when I make a good decision or if I make a choice on my own and mm-hmm. the result is, is positive, it always feels really good. Yeah. It's like, sure. okay, cool. I did the right thing. Because you know? yeah. as an adult, you just never know. <laughs> you know? Dude, totally. Um, I got to circle back to the buddy counselor. Because I was thinking okay, about yeah. something uh, like what that really means, though, you know, like to be called that. Like, sure, it's like a fun, playful name, right. but like what it really takes, like to tap into, right. you know, that like creating that sort of setting for someone like mm-hmm. to where they feel like they are talking to their buddy, you know, right. like they're talking to somebody like they've known for a long time yeah. and that they can like open up and explore things. Right. with you know and and I and I like you said in the beginning like yeah you tried to make that right. that setting right and, yeah. and and what a hard thing to do and I don't I don't know if you have anything more you want to say on that but I like I, I'd like to hear it if you do yeah I mean you know I, I don't think I when I was counseling I don't think I was trying to live up to the name of buddy counselor or anything like that but that's no. <laughs> but I do think it comes from just really making a, like a distinct effort mm. to make a safe space, yeah. right? And 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 just to, for somebody to feel comfortable, yeah. Um, and that just looks like talking to you like we are. Right? Yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't be talking to them using you know these large clinical terms and and mm. try to enforce some sort of control or anything i'm just like yeah. hey you know um let's just chat like how's your week been here's yeah. here's what i've done this week you know? yeah um like how's your week like how's that going oh man you know and i and i i try to respond with you know uh lighter acknowledgements and things mm-hmm. like that like oh man that you know that's kind of rough yeah. And talk like your friend would talk to you, not like, oh, and, you know, and how did that make you feel, you know? Right. Like be, you know, over exact. But, and there's times where that needs to happen too, though. And, and that was kind of, that was always my, I wouldn't say Achilles heel, but that was always like a line I struggled with. Because some people don't respond well to that. Some people need yeah. more of a, a boot in their ass, you yeah. know, and, and clear direction and, and you know, um, somebody to kind of just well, not yell at them but you know come down hard yeah. on them yeah. and some people respond better to that and I and I wasn't as good at that <laughs> as I was you know yeah just talking and working through issues you know like you would talk to a friend or uh, yeah having that t- type of environment was right what you really thrived in right yeah yeah is there anything that um, anything about like your daily routine like um that i don't know is particularly special or unique f- um you know from your recovery kind of experience and your you know right. being in life as someone who was once horribly addicted to to drugs right like is there anything that <laughs> horribly um, that, addicted. <laughs> well like that. you and i both <laughs> yeah, you know like bad enough to where you need to go to rehab you yeah, know which multiple, is yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. You know, so it was yeah. pretty bad. I just, I mean, it was funny. <laughs> horribly addicted. Sorry, yeah. it was a little much. But um, <laughs> yeah, is there is there anything, you know, that you do is that's like stands out as like okay, like like I didn't do this before, and like the fact that I I'm doing this today, I think really makes a difference. I mean, um, it could be it could be simple. I don't know. I don't know if there's necessarily one particular thing that I do consistently that kind of is based on my past, mm -hmm. but I know that I have like uh, routines and things like, like I, I, I work out, I go to the gym and I get a lot of release out of that. It makes you feel confident and, and feel healthy and good. And that helps a lot. Um, and not even just from past addiction, but you know, stress from work or, mm -hmm. or from uh, life situations or relationships or, or this or that or what's going on in your life or with your family or friends and you just kind of to have that avenue. I have these big like Beats headphones that are oh, kind of yeah. like the close off the world kind. Yeah. And I put those on with with music and I and I go to the gym and I like get after it. And that's and that's a really uh, beneficial for me just in general. Yeah. Um, but there's different things that I do uh to kind of work through stress or overwhelm because you know as an adult you know things come up that are stressful you know you get deadlines at work or you have yeah. these large projects or um, you know you're uh, a family member sick or, or mm -hmm. whatever uh, things come up that kind of you know bum you out or stress you out or whatever yeah and just having something like that like the gym and that routine to kind of help me de-stress mm -hmm. um, a lot of times just taking a break, mm. you know, uh, deciding like, okay, for the next like 20 minutes, I'm just going to kind of relax. Yeah. You know? um, and what that looks like for everybody is different. Um, but just little things like that. And like I said, I'm not sure if it's in relation to my past addiction or if it's just things that I've learned over time that kind of help smooth me out uh, mentally when I'm stressed out or overwhelmed yeah. or, or sad or whatever, you know. Right on, man. Yeah. So no one thing, but but right. a nice, healthy combination of several things. Yeah, and I think, you know. It's it's it sounds like awareness and balance is, like, really what. Yeah. Like, I think I like, like that you're, awareness. You're, you're touching on without, like, specifically saying those things. Right. But, um, okay, it's, well, you know, I, I know we're uh, going to have limited time today, but. Um, thanks for being my first guest, dude. I, you know, is there so stoked? Yeah. Is there any? Uh, let's say there was a family member listening, mm -hmm. or you know, someone in their addiction listening. Um, yeah. What would you say to them to to get them to to take some action? I guess. Like, what well, what could you say to them? And yeah, um, man, that's a tough that's a tough question. I know. Uh, I, it, I'm hitting you blind with it. it. Blind, yeah, but, but that's all right. I think it would probably kind of depend on who it is and how, how much I know that person and, and yeah. know if I need to be a buddy counselor, if I need to be that boot in the ass kind of guy, you know. But but ultimately, for anybody that, that is struggling uh, with addiction or has a loved one that's struggling for addiction, my advice would be look for different options mm -hmm. um, and try something. Yeah. Right? Um you can't get better unless you try to get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, 
look for options. There's more than one option out there. Like we talked about earlier, there's, there's not, uh, you're not pigeonholed into one single option. Um, for me, it was the powerful feeling, being yeah. empowered. Uh, huge thing, like I just mentioned with de-stressing and, and kind of decluttering my mind, exercise, fitness. Mm -hmm. Look at what, what kind of things um, this person might enjoy or used to enjoy before they kind of got gripped mm -hmm. in. Yeah. And, and like find something like that. I was an athlete. Played soccer forever, so yeah. like exercise and fitness and competition and yeah, and that kind of thing really was important to me. Um, and, and we got that. At we elevate. got that at Elevate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's also mindfulness yeah. at Elevate, which is very powerful. That's kind of what I mentioned. I take a little break. I'm just going to take 20 minutes and relax. Mm -hmm. I, you know, really focus on breathing. I focus on just kind of clearing my mind, decompressing. Yeah. Um, you know. But more importantly than anything, I think is do something. Do something, yeah. Do do something, right? That's the most um, frustrating thing, and like when you're in it, it just <laughs> it just it doesn't make sense. But right. you just keep trying like the same thing over and over, right. which is the exactly. old uh, definition we've all heard a million times. Yeah. You know, doing right. the same thing over and over and expecting insanity. a different result is yeah. insanity. Yeah. Right. And that and that's the way it is when you're addicted, right? You like, Absolutely. like oh, Every I'm gonna I'm gonna day. quit two days and yeah. and then you screw up again, you know? Like, and it's just day. this, yeah. You just you're back in the same spot, right? So yeah, um, try something, is, yeah. uh, do something, um, and it that's that's really what it is. You just mm -hmm. try, yeah. um, and make it and actually make an effort. You know, don't just make an effort because you know mom or dad said. Mm you got to do this or you're going to be kicked out or uh, you're going to lose your job or this or that. Like those are consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but really make it personal. Like do something for you. Cause yeah. dude, I mean, where, look yeah. where we're at after, you know, a fairly short time, eight, mm -hmm. nine, 10 years. Um, life is so much better. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's just wild to so do something. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. Yeah, and today the thing that comes to mind that I that I would say is, don't be afraid of, of like withdrawal like that. Yeah, like that. A lot of people will have that excuse like, oh, I don't want to go through withdrawal. It's I gonna guess. be so. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be so painful. It's not like I'm not gonna be able to do it. Like I don't want to endure right. that pain. Right. And it's just not the case. It's something that you know it, you should do it safely, but mo most likely you've built it up in your head to be way, way worse yeah. than it really is. hundred percent. And, and that was very true for me. Yeah. And I mean, um, it wasn't, there wasn't was easy. There were their challenges, but yeah, I used that same excuse for a long yeah. time. Like, Oh yeah. my God, I'm not, like, I can't go through that. Yeah. Don't use that as an excuse to be yeah. miserable for another four to right. five years. Yeah. It's, it's not going to work oh, out. That misery for the next four or five years is, is way, way worse, worse yeah. than, than like a week of discomfort. And then going back to what you said, exactly. Take action, take right? action, do something. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. once again, dude, thanks so much yeah, for man. being my first guest. And Stoked uh, about that. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you're listening and you've made it this far, congratulations. Um, and, and thank you for listening. Um, like, uh, subscribe, leave a comment, share, um, all that good stuff to, um, you know, help get this 
type of content into the ears of, of like-minded people. Right. And that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal or, or not just like-minded, obviously, uh, those, you know, those that are struggling and, and maybe those that are in recovery as well, that, you know, want to hear a couple guys talk about their experience, their changes, um, and other great stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, my name is Tommy Lagan and I am the new host of the Elevate Experience podcast. Once again, thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. All right, everyone, that is our show for the day. We hope you found some value in listening, and if you did, please share this podcast with someone you know or love. You can find us on social media. We are at Elevate Addiction Services, and if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free, confidential, 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevate.com rehab.org.